Hello, mighty warriors of God, and welcome to MI15. Today is Saturday, June 17, 2023, and this is day 1914 of our journey together. Thank you so, so much for tuning into our podcast. My name is Jackie, and let's go ahead and get started. Father, we thank you and praise you and honor you. We thank you, Father, for having mercy and grace upon us and showing us how we should do the same with others. Help us, Father, to not judge one another or put each other down, but to truly see Christ in you, in each person, uh, Father, that we will treat them uh, as though we are treating you, as though we see you in every person. I thank you, Lord, for comforting the brokenhearted and healing the sick and blessing those who may be in financial need. I ask, my Lord, that you will speak today, that it be all about you and not about me. In Jesus' name, amen. Glory to God, everybody. Thank you again for tuning in. Today's message is empathy, mercy, and grace, or appearance over character not sure which one but <laughs> we'll we'll have it on the on the listing one of the others when you when you uh chime in to listen so we're going to be coming out of James chapter 1 chapter 2 verses 1 through 13 James chapter 2 verses 1 through 13 and James here this is James the brother of Jesus who is speaking and he says my brothers and sisters so you know uh, my brothers and sisters, believers in glorious, our glorious Lord Jesus Christ, must not show favoritism. When he says my brothers and sisters, and he's saying believers, uh, these are believers. Uh, and you would think that as a believer, we would not be showing favoritism. But we do in many cases. So verse 2, he says, suppose a man comes into your meeting wearing a gold ring and fine clothes, and a poor man in filthy old clothes also comes in. If you show special attention to the man wearing the clothes and say, here's a good seat for you, but say to the poor man, you stand here or you stand there or sit on the floor by my feet. Have you not discriminated among yourselves and become judges with evil thoughts? And he equates it with evil thoughts when we do that. It is evil. Listen, my dear brothers and sisters, has not God chosen those who are poor in the eyes of the world to be rich in faith and to inherit the kingdom? He promised those who love him, but you have dishonored the poor. Is it not the rich who are exploiting you? Are they not the ones who are dragging you into court? Are they not the ones who are blaspheming the noble name of him to whom you belong? If you really keep the royal law found in scripture, love your neighbor as yourself, you are doing right. But if you show favoritism, you sin and are convicted by the law as lawbreakers. So that's like we're sinning, basically, and uh, that's breaking the law of God. For whoever keeps the whole law and yet stumbles at just one point is guilty of breaking all of it. For he who said, you shall not commit adultery, 
also said, you shall not murder. If you do not commit adultery, but do commit murder, you have become a lawbreaker. It is a sin. And and so, so often people will say, well, what's the use in being saved then? You know, because I'm, you know, I'm going to sin. And if I, and if I um, do good on this end and sin on the other end, what good does it do me? Well, that's not an excuse. The key is to continue to ask God for forgiveness, to repent, and and believe in your heart and, and change there and say, Father, help me uh, to do better. Don't give up. We're going to mess up. That's a given. That's why we have God allows us the opportunity to repent so that we can get it right. Verse 12 says, Speak and act as those who are going to be judged by the law that gives freedom, because judgment without mercy will be shown to anyone who has not been merciful. Mercy triumphs over judgment. We'll all be judged for our conduct. All believers will be at the judgment seat of Christ. All right. And uh, the those who are going to go to hell will be at the uh, great white throne judgment. And everyone that in Revelation that was judged there went to hell. So let's talk a little bit about this. Point number one. While I was at school um, working with youth at a grade school teaching conflict resolution workshops, I remember, uh, this was several years ago, but I remember a little girl, she might have been in the fifth grade or so, and I had to stop by the office to get checked in, and and uh, she was just sitting there crying, and I noticed that there were no adults really saying anything or consoling her, and they may have been too busy, I don't know, but I, I just feel like human needs come first, but... um. Anyway, I went over to her and I asked her, was she okay? What was wrong? And she said that her teacher put her out of her room because she did not have her uniform on and that she would have to be picked up by her parents and sent home. That was the rule in the school. And I believe, thoroughly believe, that some rules need to be changed or and it's okay to break some of these rules. Once you find out what's really going on. <clears throat> and so when I asked her <clears throat> what happened, why wasn't she, you know, able to wear her uniform? And uh, she said her father was sick and they had to take him to the hospital. And that the mother sent her to her cousin's house where she had to spend the night. And I don't know, maybe the mother spent the night at the hospital and and the little girl couldn't stay at the hospital with her. And she said she wasn't able to get her clothes from home to change. So she had to wear her cousin's clothes or whatever she had on. But no one ever bothered to ask. And so she was hurt. She wanted to be in school and she was already hurting because her father was sick. This is a problem, you know, and we can easily fall into the trap of judging others based upon their appearance or based upon what we feel uh, is beneath certain people. So, so often we judge others without a second thought. It's 
become so commonplace in our in our society today. Many times we don't even realize we're judging because of a lack of empathy and mercy and grace. We we don't um, seem to exemplify it, and I think it's um, a part of becoming desensitized uh, based upon what we see through our eyes and what we hear in our ear gate, uh, what we take in. I, even working with the kids uh, right now during the summer, I'll I'll hear uh, judgments and I'll correct it very quickly. <laughs> you know, uh, someone said to someone asked a question yesterday, and another person at the table said, "You don't know that," and I said, uh, "That's not nice to say that." And to the other person, um, please ask if you don't know. Any time, there's never a dumb or a question. No matter what it is, if you want to ask it, you ask it. And so it's very important for us to nip those things in the bud when we see it happening with our children, you know, um, you know, consoling the person that might have been judged or put down, showing that mercy and grace to them and and also encouraging, you know, and letting the other person know uh, that if you feel led of God, if it's the right moment, that that's wrong. You know, if you feel safe to do that. And, and doing it in the right way, maybe they don't even realize it. And especially when it's someone that we know very well, we can do that. You know, uh, I've caught, my husband has caught me where I've judged and he'll say something to me and vice versa. And, and I appreciate it a lot because, you know, when your loved ones can do that and, and you you can accept that a lot more when it's coming from someone like that usually. Um, showing favoritism, another, I've got eight reasons why it's wrong out of my Bible that I thought were good. It says, um, why it is wrong to show favoritism to the wealthy. First, it is, it is inconsistent with Christ's teachings. Second, it results from evil thoughts. Third, it insults people made in God's image. So when we're putting them down, we're putting God down. Fourth, it is a byproduct of selfish motives. What is my motive? Why am I putting this person down? Why did I put this girl out of my class? I don't want to deal with it. I, you know, whatever it is, maybe the teacher was having a rough time that day and just thought the less drama I have to deal with, the better. And it was all possibly, I'm not saying that's how she felt, but a lot of times that is what happens unless, you know, uh, get the student out of here that's causing me, you know, problems. Um, five, it goes against the biblical definition of love. Loving unconditionally means I accept you just as you are. Six, it shows a lack of mercy to those less fortunate. Seven, it is hypocritical. You know, to say in one, we say out of our mouth on one side of our mouth, you know, we need to love everybody, treat everybody right. Oh, praise God, glory to God, all the terms. And then on the other hand, we're judging. I'll oh, look at them. You know, why would they drive a car like that? Why, how can they live in a neighborhood like this? You know, the things that come out of our mouth. But yet, on the other hand, we're serving the Lord and excited about what God is doing. So the Lord is saying, don't be a hypocrite. And then eighth, it is sin. This is a sin. It falls right into the, the category of judging. 
So make sure that we take a look in the mirror and say, God, show me who I am. Show me any areas in my life that don't line up with your will, that maybe I am judging. And and maybe, you know what? A lot of times what I've noticed is people that judge when I meet their family or their parents, they judge too. A lot of times it's something that's in that family line that needs to be broken. It is it is evil. It is a sin that it's just like um, alcoholism, uh, you know, uh, domestic uh, violence that is is in that family uh, line that needs to change. This is just as bad judging as any of those things. All of it is. And so we need to be aware of it and, you know, step back and really ask God to show you who you are because he will. I've asked him (laughs) and he has shown me and there's many areas where I've had to, you know, get it together and still always striving to continue doing that. We don't ever end as long as we've got breath in our bodies. We're going to we're going to always need God uh, to help us in those areas. I'll never forget my mother telling me when her and my dad married that my grandfather uh, did not was not happy about that marriage because my mother was darker skinned than their family and my grandpa's family on my father's side, they were very light-skinned black people that would pass for white uh, when it, during the times of um, just after slavery when, you know, it was hard to get jobs and things like that. So he didn't like it that she was a darker complexion and treated her very mean, uh, very evil uh, towards her because of that. And I can't begin to tell you how many people I've talked to who have gone through that because of the color of their skin being darker pigmentation that they have gone through so much that I, w- I was just shocked uh, when, that, when uh, my mother told me that and, um, and how hard that must have been for her. Uh, just even going over and, and my father, she said he basically uh, just protected her in whatever ways he could and did not. Um, I don't know if they didn't. I don't want to put words in her mouth, but I don't remember if they went over there over to his in his family's house much because of that. But yeah, it can create division when we do things like that. So we need to be aware and uh, understand that we're all God's children. We're all made in his image. So we don't want to talk bad about God. So when we talk bad about one another, we're talking bad about God. And so make a shift and begin to change if that's you. Now, if you don't know Jesus, that would be the first step. Romans 10 and 9 says that if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. Glory be to God. I love you all so, so much. May the Lord bless and protect you. May his face radiate with joy because of you. May he be gracious unto you, show you his favor and give you his peace. In Jesus' name, amen.
again. And remember, we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And don't forget to check us out on our website, JackieBikesMinistries.org, J-A-C-K-I-E-B like boy, U-Y-C-K-S Ministries.org. Check out the messages and please share them with others. And don't forget to check us out on TZoneKC.org to learn more about what we're doing in the community, teaching our youth life skills, workforce skills, entrepreneurship development, and peer mediation skills, along with human and sex trafficking awareness and uh, DIY projects for our youth. And that's coming up on July 17th. We'll be doing our first DIY program for all girls. Uh, We'll be doing boys too coming up soon, but July 17th for five days. Uh, So for that whole week, and they'll also be paid $100 for that week, and they will get their own special toolkit. We've been blessed by organizations to pay for those toolkits, and we're extremely grateful. And we're extremely grateful to each and every one of you for your donations that are helping us to continue doing all the programming that we're doing. We could not do this without your generosity. So we thank you so much from the bottom of our hearts. All right, mighty warriors, go forth and make it an awesome day, fulfilling the purpose that God has given you. And I will talk to you later. Bye-bye.